Good morning, good morning. What's up, what's up, what's up, internet world? This is Dr. D with the Boom Factor. How y'all doing out there? I pray that y'all had a wonderful, wonderful weekend. A wonderful, wonderful, beautiful Sunday, which starts the new weekend. Well, the start of our new week is Sunday. Um, I'm out here doing my little walk. As usual, like I always tell you guys, if you want to clear things up in the atmosphere, just go take your little walk. You know, let, let, let nature, let the birds, can't you hear the birds chirping? The cars moving back and forth, yeah, but I like to hear the birds chirping because they're literally praising our spiritual being, which is God Almighty, thanking Him for another day. So why we can't thank Him for another day, right? Well, I'll tell you, we're almost wrapping it up with your Shut Your Mouth 30-Day Challenge. I think we have like three more days to go. And um, it's not so much trying to complete it. You know, we put our little hands in and say, we're going to do this and do that. But you know what? God just put in my heart and say, daughter, as long as you complete the thing, consistency, that's what I look for. I was like, yes, Lord. And that's what we're going to talk about this morning, consistency. Be persistent with consistency. Now, I'm saying all that because, yeah, as y'all see, if I'm outside walking, I'm feeling a certain kind of way, right? Huh, bro? <laughs> so, Dr. D got to unload some stuff. So, I just had a little talk with Father, and he kind of gave me the green light and a red light on some things and see what's going to happen uh, when the person see this red light, then he's going to try to flip the script. So, let me tell y'all what I'm talking about. Well, first of all, I was talking to my mom. We had a good conversation because we got, you know, as y'all know, my great-nephew drowned two weeks ago. And um, so the funeral and stuff is this weekend. And um, we did hear from my niece, finally. You know, that's just interesting right there because we hear from her um, about everything else. You know what I'm saying? But this is something serious. But anyway... So me and my mom, you know, we was talking uh, talking about on this side, because that's my brother, my brother who had passed in 1999, okay, and I knew that my brother had set up everything for this child. He worked hard. He's a veteran in the military, and this young lady had rights to all kind of benefits and just not taking it, okay? So we just, we just trying to keep her covered, you know, in a family and let her know hey your daddy is gone but we here we still family and that's just how we go we not know what Charles or rockefeller all these big name families right but hey we take pride in our family name we take pride in being a family the good the bad and the ugly and you know you're always gonna have that uncle you're gonna always have that brother or that sister you're gonna always have somebody in the family ain't gonna be up to part right but no matter what, y'all, they're still family, okay? Well, just like in the body of Christ, we don't choose our sisters and brothers in Christ who God connects us with, right? God do this here. And when we do, we got to respect each other as family because we are in the body of Christ. He said, children of God. If you acknowledge me as your God, then you are my people, right? God created Adam and Eve. He said, 
I'll bless you to go and multiply and be fruitful and have dominion in the work. The whole bottom line is God created family. All right. So I'm getting to something with this. So just stay with me. Stay with me. So anyway, so me and my mom, so we was talking about the situation and she was like, you know, um, she was dealing with some other other things because um, my sister also passed and left three young children behind four years ago. Right. And uh, yeah, I know. Say, wow, Dr. D, you really. Oh, yeah. I ain't tell y'all all the stuff yet. But yeah. So, you know, in the midst of that, we help my mama take care of the children. And really, the children are living with her uh, in Louisiana. And so she's doing an excellent job. Um, my other nephew, he's about to graduate next year. He's in the ROTC uh, honors. Uh, the baby girl's going fine. Uh, the middle child, JJ, he's doing fine. They are growing beautiful. My mother is really taking really good care of them. So the conversation while we was talking last night, and um, she was just sharing some things on what we were going to do for my niece. Um, because I told her, I said, because this is last minute now, you know, they had changed the, the date, they changed the funeral home. It's like, wait a minute, we got we got to travel, you know. We were looking at the tickets. I said, Ma, I, I'm not even afford this. I said, uh, a lot of people don't understand, funerals are expensive to the people that got to go and travel. You got to give people at least two or two and a half weeks to make a funeral if they have people coming out of town. I don't know why people don't understand that. You know, and then they get upset. Oh, well, you didn't show up for my people, right? You didn't, I mean, on um, funeral. You didn't show up for this. You, Well, dog, y'all had it the same week y'all did, announced that the person passed. My ticket's called $500, $600. Come on, y'all. Come on, let's get real. Dr. D getting real. So like I told my mama, I said, well, she gave me the number. I called her, I left her a message, she didn't answer the phone. I said, well, mom, you know I already have stuff planned. My money is budgeted. Okay, so only thing I could do, instead of me trying to rent a car, that's going to cost me almost $400 to go up there. I'm going to have to get a hotel room to stay over. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just going to put some money on the side. I said, because after the smoke settle, and people don't understand that. Everybody all calling you, checking up on you. But see, after that first week, second week, y'all, y'all know I'm telling the truth. Nobody, you ain't going to hear nobody call you. You're going to be back to reality. You're going to realize, now I'm in a house, my child is gone. You're going to start getting all these thoughts and everything. I said, Mom, that's when she's going to need us. I said, so let's just all just keep our money. And when all the smoke settle, you know, we just going to send her. A nice checker, she go to Walmart and pick up the money, and we just be there for her, you know. And uh, mom was like, yeah, that's a good idea. I was thinking about that, but I didn't know how to do it. I said, don't worry about it. You know, I said, just, I'm going to inbox her. And what is this thing with this Facebook stuff, y'all? Nobody don't want to talk to nobody. Everybody want to use Facebook to communicate. This is ridiculous. I mean, come on. I'm not a computer. I'm not a robot. All right, if you want to talk to me, call me. If I'm calling you, that means I want to talk to you, right? Come on, peoples, unless it's just something wrong with me. Is it just, is it Dr. D? <laughs> All right, I don't know. But that's how I feel about it. So while we was talking about all of that, we was talking about how things change, the communication gap, right, with Facebook and social media. And then we was talking about the morals, you know, she was talking about, she said, she was watching my, um, I mean, she would listen to my interview 
with um wove inspiration and she say wow she say you said a lot of important things up in that interview that was real really good daughter that was really really good i had to listen to it again and i, I was messing with it. i said yeah you heard me give you a shout out huh give you your shout out yes donnie i heard the shout out i really appreciate it you know i really do <laughs> you know so with all that said y'all so we're talking about how the mannerism have changed in life. The behaviors with people have changed in life. The personalities that have changed in life. It's like, as as a human race, we have lost the capacity of being kind to one another and building relationships and being there for each other and helping one another, right? And then I was like, yeah, my, you know what the strangest thing is? The ones that say they have God in their heart, that's the ones that's the meanest. They the hatefulness. I'm like, what is up with that? You know, and so we were just talking about all of that. And and we just really had a good conversation, you guys. I had a good conversation with my mama. And believe me, that's long, long, long desire. Because at one time, y'all, I mean, me and my mama could not get along. I couldn't stand my mama to the point I was hating my mama. It had came to the point, y'all, in my life, um, about two decades ago, it was like, I could say probably like, what, two, three, maybe four years, I didn't talk to my mom. Now, I sent her a birthday call, Mother's Day call, but to literally call her on the phone and talk to her, I didn't. You know, but as I grew in Christ, as I grew with the relationship with God, right, and as I began to understand his love and his acceptance, and I start on understanding what God really did for us and appreciated what he did for us and how he didn't even leave us helpless, right? He has the Holy Spirit in the earth with us right now to help us do our everyday life, right? So it behooves me when, you know, when you come in contact with individuals, especially in the church, and you've been a blessing to, and then they talk to you all nasty, they try to put word curses on you, okay, they try to belittle you or discourage you, what's the other tongue we've been talking about, um, a, de- a de- decisive, decisiveness tongue, that's a person that's dividing, a belittling tongue, okay, and I'm saying all that is because now, when I think about it, I was like, whoa, we really have behavior issues. We have growth issues. What I mean by that, this is what I'm talking about. Like, we're supposed to grow, right? Now, we're growing within ourselves. God is not trying to diminish our mannerism or our character, our uniqueness, right? He created this uniqueness in all of us. So we have our own little swag. That's what I'm trying to say. We have our own little swag, right? How we, you know, just people, how people know about you. If somebody, if some, right now, if five people was asked, okay, tell me one thing that you know Dr. D represent, all right? Those five people, I can guarantee you, they're going to say, oh, Lord. She always talking about the blood of Jesus. She, she talk about business. Oh, that's the tax lady. Oh, uh, Oh, the youth ministry or dance. They'll be able to identify me about something that they know, right? 
okay so that's your uniqueness that's your niche okay that's that one thing that a person know oh you can go over there oh you want to get your business organized right go see dr d oh she's serious about that go see dr d you see what i'm saying now i'm with i'm in radio and tv that's something else added underneath my belt right so identifiers okay so as you grow in life you can have identifiers within you that other people can um, target you or you're going to have different functions in your life your gifts and your talents going to create identifiers let me rewind that that's what I wanted to say your gifts and talents will create identifiers in your life right okay so now what I'm learning good morning what I'm learning is with that identifier comes patterns and behaviors all right so now I know that I am not this perfect patty okay I know this however I have self-discipline the things that I have encountered in my life the good the bad and the ugly all right all in one I've taken each element of my life and broke it down I want to see in the bad what could I have done now I'm gonna say that to prevent the bad because we have to understand that God has already laid out our life and the things that we walk into some things with our eyes open and some things that sneaks it sneaks up on us and it just happened right but overall he will give you a warning signs our thing is we don't be still enough right to identify the warning signs now with that said these behaviors and patterns in your own life if you begin to identify the cycles you know you identify the cycles in your life then you'll be able to know what is positive and what is negative what is the thing that tick you off and what don't what's your standard what, what you will stand for what you know what's your pet peeve that's what some people call it you know my pet peeve is this somebody you know like okay one of my pet peeve period it's gonna turn me totally off all right if a, if a man come to me and liking me but if i see him smoke that just turns me off. I don't have nothing to do with it. Now, that might be bad, but that's just it. That's my pet peeve. Why? I grew up with smoke. Because of secondhand smoke, it caused me to have cancer. All right? That's part of my research I'm learning. Um, smoking and drinking, I've experienced that in a negative way from, like, abuse. So, certain things that I identify with that I know... I'm not gonna be like, oh, we're here, change. Oh, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Oh, I just love him so much. So I'm not gonna worry about him drinking and smoking, you know, and gambling. I'm not gonna worry about it because we got the Lord. We're gonna make it. Yeah, you're gonna make it all right. You're gonna be homeless and broke. Because <laughs> if he's a gambler, that's, gonna, that's a sure sign. He's gonna spend all the money. And his nerves gonna be bad, so his money gonna go on the cigarettes, and then he gonna be drinking to calm his nerves down. Come on, y'all. So those are identifiers. I'm trying to help somebody out here. So when I have set my own boundaries according with the word of God said, okay, 
Not so much of what Dr. D say, what the Word of God say about certain issues. So I, 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 I abide in His Word. Jesus said, you abide in me, I in you, then you with the Father are one. Okay, so what do God say about it? God is a holy, righteous God. Now, he don't expect us to live like the Pope. However, the word was written, inspired by man. I mean, the word was written by man, inspired by God, to give us a roadmap so we can reach that heavenly destination, right? So in between birth and death, it's my job as Dr. D to follow the guidelines in that word, which is my roadmap of life, to have a better life. Now, with that said, I began to identify my own patterns and my own behaviors, okay? So now, because I know certain things about my behavior and my patterns, and I self-discipline myself, and I know how I react to certain things, then I'm gonna discipline myself according to the Word of God. And to stay in that safe zone, come on now, the safe zone broadcast every Tuesday on RaymondGospelRadio.com. You can listen to it live, or you can download the Gold Radio Gospel Raymond Gospel app on your Android or through your Apple products on iTunes. Hey, you know I got to throw that plug in there, right? (laughs) So because of that, now I'm excited as I'm growing in life, right, y'all? Because God's showing me some things, and yes, some of it hurt. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. But while I'm growing, then he's bringing people my way to test that growth. Hear me good. To test that growth. My growth to that level has to be tested. Every step that you go in your life, every level you go in your life, it has to be tested. All right? So once you realize your, 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 your behavior in that situation, then you'll know what you will accept and what you won't accept. What I found out is now when people come my way, because I, God has given me the anointing, the finishing anointing, to do assignments and complete them. You know how people start stuff and they stop. They start, they stop. Okay, so what happens, different projects that I'm working on. I work with many different people, most pastors and leaders. You see what I'm saying? And what I'm finding out, when God wants them to get to another level, they prior behaviors and patterns become exposed. And I don't have to even say anything. It's, it's how I present myself according to the assignment that God has given me. Case in print. All right. I had to take my time and break all that down so y'all can understand what I'm saying. Now, if I need to grow, God say, okay, I'm going to make you a multi-time billionaire. Okay, but I'm living in the hood. Ain't nobody living like no billionaire in no hood unless, the, unless they're a drug dealer or somebody, right? And especially no CEO or nothing going to be coming around here. You see what I'm saying? So what I have to do? I have to find mentors that's at that level so I can learn to do what they did to become billionaires, change some behaviors, okay, 
that would create certain systematic patterns where I can be able to uh, manage my time better, manage my money better, be able to grow and glean from other people that's in that circle, right? So it's going to cause me to change. It's going to cause me to say, wait a minute, okay, I used to do it like this here, not get angry about it. And if the person call me and say, okay, protege, did you do A, B, C, D? Because I haven't heard from you. And remember, in the beginning, we say we're going to accountability. That's what it is. Accountability to one another so you can get to the status that you say that God wants you to get to. However, I don't follow through. My, my mentor called me. I don't call back. Okay? And then when I finally respond, I'm going to send him a text. Mm. So the, my mentor called me back. I don't answer the call, but I send them an inbox voice message. Whoa. Okay. So weeks go on, weeks go on, and guess what? The mentor have all these other protégés that they have to fulfill, right? Now, what the mentor going to do? The mentor already set a time, set a schedule, blah, blah, blah. By the time we get here, you should be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do this here. We're going to get this done. We're going to get that done. We're going to meet here. We're going to talk about this. We're going to get here. You got to give me this. You got to do me this. Wow. Okay, yeah, let's do it. It's on. Now, what happens is, because I'm used to a certain behavior in my life, that every time I get challenged to come up higher, I get this little stinky attitude. You know what? You know, I was doing, I was doing this before this, this person came into my life. I'm good. I'm handling my business. I'm good. I ain't, I ain't got to do all that. Or somebody else come in your life and whisper some discouraging seeds in your ear, making you feel you got it going on, right? And it, you may be having it going on. I may be having it going on, but God said, I need you to get that at this level. I need you to do this, okay? Yada, yada, right? Man, sooner or later, the mentor, after maybe three weeks, the mentor sent a, a text, right? Hi, how you doing? Yada, yada, ABC, da, da, da. What's up? All is well. Praying for you and your family. Da, da, da. Give me a call. Still no response. Then two days later, the protege going to send the mentor. Now, now, the mentor is the billionaire. Remember this. The mentor, for me in my life, and I'm using me as an example, but this, this is really a true story. I'm just using me as an example. The mentor, I'm the protege. I'm the one that need to get to where the mentor is, right? But I'm in my cockiness, I'm going to send the mentor two inbox messages through Facebook <laughs> and tell the mentor all about himself. That you got an attitude, you bitter, I'm handling my business, I don't need you to keep reminding me of what I said. I'm going to do what I need to do God's way. Yada, 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 yada. Whoa. Then they sent another message. By the way, I, I sent you a text. 
You stated everything was okay. Why I gotta keep calling you? Yada, yada, yada. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You need to go and get yourself some. I don't know, what's all this energy? Negative energy. I don't have time for negative energy. Whoa. So as the mentor, y'all tell me, what would the mentor do? Wait a minute. I don't need you. You need me, protege. So guess what? It's all said and done. But because of the heart of the mentor, the mentor responded and reiterated to the protege, my sister, I understand what you're saying. I don't know, what are you talking about bad energy? Something else is going on here because our communication has ceased and the truth be told, you stopped the communication. I'm trying to handle the schedule that we set up according to what you say God told you to do and where he wants you to be. But if this is strenuous for you, let me know and I can take you off my books and put somebody else in that spot. However, I know the call of God on your life. I know the assignment that needs to be fulfilled. And I'm just reaching out to you one more time to see what's up, what is, what's going on. Then, because of the time limit of the inbox Facebook, now the mentor don't even use that type of technology because they used to using a telephone, picking up the telephone, dialing the number and calling, right y'all? But to appease the protege and to let the protege see that, hey, I'm humble enough to reach down to your level to let you know, hey, come on, I'm trying to help you up. We're trying to finish this project. What's going on? So, with that said, y'all, what, what's going on? Now, behaviors, patterns, what just happened? Well, my analogy is the person don't want to change. He comfortable. She is comfortable in that state of mind at that level in their life. And they're stuck right there, but they think they got it going on. They think God is going to bring them here and there, and God probably will. However, why do people come into other people's world, come into other people's lives, and project that, hey, I want this, I want that, I need to do this, God said this, yada, yada, then God confirm it, da-da-da, it get done, and then when you get to that next threshold that you have to press your way through it, what happens? They fall off. And that's what I'm seeing the pattern of a lot of individuals that cannot complete their assignment in the earth because of patterns, routine, familiarity of what they're used to doing and where they're going to be. They cannot press through that. And it's like, what's really going on? And so with that said, you guys, I want to encourage you all. I took my time to explain that because, like I said, I like to reveal uh, the scenario so you can make a conscious decision on yourself and really check yourself to find out, wait a minute, God did bring this person in my life in the past. Oh, yeah, I really messed that up. Not knowing that that person really wanted to help me. 
But in return, you got people coming into your life to destroy you, and that's the ones we embrace. And we see that they're trying to destroy you. But the ones that's trying to be a blessing to you, wow, that's the ones that get all the flag. That's the ones that get charged with false, um, you know, get charged with, with false statements, belittling tongue, you know, the different tongues that we've been talking about the last month, you know, a couple of the past weeks, right? And it just behooves me. And I just laugh and say, wow, really? You know, and even though I know there's other factors behind the behavior of the situation, but that's the main source. That's the root of it. The root of it is not wanting to change. We get comfortable in a certain state of our lives, but yet we want God to pour out his ultimate blessing. He, we want, oh God, we want to make the millions. Oh God, we want to be on this platform. Oh God, we want to have this career. We want to have this business. We want to do this ministry. But we're not faithful with the little things that he bring our way. You see what I'm saying? Right now, we have a radio broadcast that's reaching the world. Not only here on Anchor, but I'm part of Rainbow Gospel Radio is a FM radio station, but also streams online. So we reach all countries, right? But we have a local presence, right? We have a local presence in Cyprus, Texas, right? Now, we are giving individuals, business owners, um, CEOs of companies and ministries to come and do broadcasts on our radio station, right? At a very minimum low cost. However, you'll be amazed on how many rejections that we hear when we bring this opportunity their way, all right? And the first thing they wanna look at, oh, well, that's good, but I'm trying to get on 102.1 and I'm trying to get on 97 in the box so I'm trying to get on okay now first of all that's secular radio stations all right and we already know radio time costs at least two three thousand dollars just for probably 15 or 30 minutes um, TV time is double I'm trying to get on TV network that's about five ten thousand dollars maybe for I don't know if it's like an hour or 30 minutes but I know one thing it's pretty expensive, right? Okay, so we want to get on these big platforms. And God said, okay, I want you to start here. This is a, a this is the same kind of platform, all right? But it's not going to break your bank. You're going to be able to be exposed nationwide and international, okay? It's not going to break your bank. And you'll be faithful here. Then as you grow, I'm going to open up the the floodgates for you right man y'all just don't understand we have so many people that's rejecting god's blessing and i'm seeing it every day i'm seeing it every day and then at the end of the day we have the problem wow so this was a nice little i don't know if you can say this motivation or inspiration but um I just want to encourage you guys out there that check your patterns and your behaviors, 
All right, your behaviors really develop your patterns, and those behaviors really start with habits. Whatever you do in consistency, you have created a subconscious behavior, and that behavior becomes a stronghold if it's not checked the God way or the ungodly way. So, with that said, those behaviors will cause a derailment in whatever you have to do in your future if you don't check it because what happened is when you get a situation like I explained to you with the protege and the mentor and the pro- the protege think they got it going on and the pro- protege think well you know why is you bothering me why is you calling me why is you having this negative enemy yeah 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 and then the thing about it the tone of the message the tone of the message was so harsh it's like whoa well i thought you know you was all happy with your woman and everything wow but it don't seem like you kind of (laughs) happy if the truth be told you see but be careful with that check your 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 behaviors check your mannerism all right you know if somebody's trying to be a blessing to you and you feel good vibes about it in the beginning, all right? You're supposed to protect that because the enemy is going to send somebody along to hinder that open door that God did for you. God did it. And I love the way how um, a pastor um, brought this out. You know, God will always send a David to a soul. But what happens, souls get intimidated and get jealous and begin to run David off. And he and he was saying when David when God would shift that blessing, the kingdom that Saul had, he gave it to David. Why? Because Saul lost his vision. He was so adamant to get back at David, he forgot God gave you this. So because you didn't treasure and you didn't honor what God gave to you, God took it back. I don't want God to give me something and then take it back. And a lot of people probably say, oh, what are you talking about? God don't do that. God don't take nothing back. Well, in so many words, he'll back up and let you lose it. Okay, that's better for you guys. But hey, the word is the word. Samuel came to Saul and told Saul, because of your disobedience and not obeying what, what the Lord Jehovah said, you had this day you have lost your kingdom. You see, so you can really say you lose your own blessing because of disobedience or because of your cockiness. Or your conceitedness, your boastfulness, you know. You're supposed to boast in the Lord and be grateful. Not boast in yourself like you don't need nobody. Wow, that's dangerous. All right, y'all, this is Dr. D. I'm out. I will chime in with you guys later with a 30-day shut your mouth, tame your tongue challenge. All right, I pray this was a blessing for someone. I'm going to go back and have to listen to this myself because I want to make sure that my behaviors are not going to block my blessings that God sent my way through anybody. I want to gleam. I want to learn. I want to always give myself an opportunity to grow. And even if a person calls itself trying to put a name on me or whatever, I'm going to say, okay, God, how am I in that area? No, no, okay. So now this person call itself trying to say I'm drama. Now this person say that I'm bitter. Wow, that's just interesting. And I'm, I feel I'm the most joyful person in the earth. I, I don't feel alone. I feel like I am in the best years of my life. 
Wow. But what I'm finding out, when people can't control you guys, people can't control you, or people don't let you do things to you the way they want to, then they're going to try to label you. Don't let that happen. Peace. Dr. D is out. I will chat with y'all later. God bless.